Business of Property podcast. I'm Simon. And I'm Stuart. We've been finding, buying and creating income from investment properties for over 20 years. And we talk every week about the reality of running property businesses. We'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a rating or review in your podcast player of choice. That's our one ask for today. Now, this week, we are revisiting the topic that we introduced in episode 198. So it's a few weeks back now. And I have been trying to convince Stuart to talk about this for the last few weeks, at least, maybe. And uh, he has claimed that it has been too traumatic for it <laughs> to be a topic of, of recording. So, so we, we shall see if Stuart can get through this episode without being reduced to tears. Can I just say that is true. That it has been traumatic. It was a very traumatic experience, which we will delve into, but I wasn't telling fibs. It was painful. <laughs> so um, we are recording video again for this episode. Hopefully this won't be a mistake. Um, and hopefully you won't get to witness Stuart reduced to tears, but you can <laughs> watch and see the real anguish on his face as we get further into this episode. <laughs> not nice. He's not, he's, he's, it's like a cat and a mouse here, and, and I'm not the cat. I'm just going to say that now. Well, I might just point out it was not my idea to record video. So <laughs> anyway, so we better set the scene. You can, of course, go back to episode 198 and listen to all of that if you want the full details. But a very quick summary is that Stuart recently took on a new project. This was, as it happens, a rent-to-rent -rent project, but that, that's not too critical to this particular story. And Stuart was uh, up against a very critical, no, a very limited time window to complete this project. And it took possession of the property at, at a point and had tenants booked to move in just a few weeks later. I think, I think it was about three weeks in total. And when we last spoke about this project, you had, I think, a week, maybe a week and a half left of that time window. And you had just popped down to this property, which is only four hours drive away. And you'd been working out what builders were going to do, working out what tradespeople needed to still complete, working out furniture you needed, visiting shops to actually buy things to, to put into this, this property, and sorting out utilities and all, all sorts of other bits and pieces that were not ready yet for a property that tenants were going to be moving into in a week and a half. So at the end of that episode, you had a plan in place. You were feeling confident. You had everything scheduled and lined up so that it would all fit and work and be delivered on time. Did that happen? Well, we, we can just make this a really short episode and say it didn't work out. <laughs> it didn't work out the way we planned. I was well over optimistic. Although I had good reason to be because I have existing relationships with all of the people that I'd made arrangements with. And just to, to, to further clarify essentially in this property and rent to rent the reason that is is slightly important is just because with rent to rent you're obviously paying the landlord you could be paying a mortgage but you're paying the landlord from a certain date and getting rents in so you want the rents in as quickly as possible to mitigate 
and, and negate the, the landlord payments. But essentially, the, the previous tenants that were before my contract took over were leaving the property, or more correctly, I should say that the contract, the, the tenancy agreements had ended on the August the 17th. And we were taking over the property from the 1st of September and had tenants to move in on that date. So actually, that's, that's a tighter window than I remember. I should have gone back and listened to the last episode. Oops. Yeah, um, yeah that, that's really, really very, very short window. We, we did manage to sort of circumvent some of the stuff. So again, I'm not going to go into detail, listen to episode 198, but, it, but we did paint all of the house inside with feature walls, etc., And we did get started on that a few days before the 17th. Am I allowed to say that officially? I just have, but we, we did. And it, what we then needed to arrange. So we had essentially one week where I needed to finish off the painting and decorating, get all waste removed of which there was a lot. We had to get new furniture in all of the rooms. So all of the rooms pretty much needed beds, side tables wardrobes we had to have a full deep clean uh, and there was lots of waste in the garden front and back general tidy up get wi-fi and services in as well as getting the services set up from the first unfortunately when you try and do all of that in one week and we had a number of things happening on the same days when one domino goes they all collapse as we all know <laughs> anyone that's played with dominoes and unfortunately, that's what happened. Now, the painting and decorating part, that went pretty well. There was a little bit of snagging to happen. Um, but it really started to go a little bit wrong. Well, I'll tell you what it was. The first thing that went wrong was that on the day that the furniture was due to be delivered, I had a phone call to say that, that there was no furniture in the house when it was due to be delivered and also that a lot of the waste that was expecting to be removed now this was i think the day before the tenants were due to move in and that a lot of the waste hadn't been removed and unfortunately the amazing letting agent the amazing letting agent did go and start sorting some bits out but what that meant was that there was now a mattress on the front lawn and you know so far from being the clean place that I wanted it to be. Also that we needed some windows cleaning because someone, and again, we talked about this, but someone had decided to have an egg throwing competition on the front of the house. That hadn't been cleaned. And that's not a great look. It's not a great look to have eggs all over your windows, bright yellow eggs. Um, so the first issue was furniture hadn't gone in. So I had to go into bat with a furniture company and they said, in short, that because it was tenant moving, uh, student intake day, they had no availability to deliver the furniture into the property. Even though they had previously booked the delivery on that day with you. Mm -hmm. So they had no availability. So this was the, this. So I now remember this is the day. This was the day before tenant moving. And they said they had no availability for that day. And I said, I appreciate that. However, it was supposed to be done yesterday. And that was the agreement. So I appreciate that you may have lots of. And without going too much into it. Now, I know the owner of this business and she is really good. This wasn't the call. I wasn't having the conversation with the owner. But I did say to the person. And again, they were all very helpful and it was all very respectful. So I'm, I'm certainly 
certainly don't want to be negative about anyone. It was just a very, you have to remain, remember, this is the most pressurized day in the area because you've got, let's say conservatively, well, I know that there's around 15,000 students in the area. Obviously not all of those are, you know, a lot of those are going to be in halls, but you've got several thousand. And I'm confident with that number. You've got several thousand moving into houses in one day and Lots of people want furniture. Lots of people want them built. Anyway, so I said to to the lady, "Look, can I just speak with the owner?" And she said, "Look, you can, but you're going to get the same information." And I said, "Okay, that's fine, but I would like to have this conversation." The long story short on this one is, I did have a conversation with the owner, and because she's amazing, and because they knew that they needed to rectify it, she said, "That's fine. I will get the delivery to happen this afternoon." Okay, so that was that problem down. I then had to get the waste company back out. This is still the day before to do what they needed to do. And uh, they said that they couldn't get into the house for various reasons. We had to, to, to do that. Also, I'd arranged for the house to be cleaned. And some of it had happened. Some of it hadn't happened. Essentially, it was substandard. And the, the other little bit of context of this is that I was on holiday at the time in a in a holiday park in in the UK and on the, the the following day which was the day that the tenants were due to be there was the day that we were we were leaving so we were packing things up and let's just say with four children packing things up moving away from coming back home for holiday is not a relaxing experience it's quite a stressful experience for the parents involved of which i am one oh um, yes uh, uh, yes the holiday stress holidays with children are, are really not holidays so no, anyway <laughs> no it's just different but that's a different 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 topic altogether but on that day my first phone call i think we got around quarter past eight in the morning to say from the uh from the letting agent i've just walked into the property good news well let, let's just say actually it wasn't a fun conversation uh, and i'm making a bit of light of it now because i have got over some of it but essentially it was your furniture's here. The only problem is none of it's built. So essentially, you have flat pack furniture in five rooms. And the tenants are due to move in, looks at watch in two and a half hours. Oh, and just, you know, we've got no one that can deal with this for you. So I found it's, my... It's not like you could even get there either. I mean, it's just too far away. You couldn't even get yourself there to put furniture together even well, if you it, wanted to do that, which I'm sure you didn't. <laughs> at this stage, I'm in Suffolk. So I'm now, I'm not four hours away. I'm about seven. <laughs> so <laughs> by the time I get there, we're all done, you know. So I phoned my usual go-to guy, my builder, who's amazing, does so many different bits for me. I phoned him. He takes the call, uh, all credit to him. He's in hospital. He's got a hospital appointment. Can't help you with the furniture build. I phoned the waste guy. He can possibly help me. But once again, I phoned furniture company. Well, that wasn't what was on the ticket. I said it might not have been on the ticket, but it's definitely what we discussed. Then I get put through to the owner who acknowledges that that's what we always do for me. And, you know, so they've got to come out. But bearing in mind, the first tenants are supposed to move in at half 10. I'll give the summary on this one. The, t the letting agent had to start putting back the check-in times because we just couldn't do it. We just couldn't do it. And it also turned out that the Wi-Fi hadn't been set up. So 
even though, and this this is what really bugs me because I was I was a bit confident. Some might say a little bit cocky on the last episode because I'd had some of these conversations four weeks ago, and I had it with the company. Yeah, we'll set up. It takes fourteen days, but we can do it much quicker. We'll do this. We'll do that. What did they do? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I then phoned them, say, how quickly can we get the Wi-Fi set up? Well, it's really busy right now. You're going to wait at least 14 days. Hmm. Not sure that's going to work for my turn. So I had to then have a look. Bear in mind, I'm now having lots of conversations on the phone whilst trying to pack or pack the car badly with my wife looking at me in a certain way, which is, are you, are you really doing that? Not going to help me with the four children in the car? I know that look. Not four children. <laughs> I know. I know the look for for three children. <laughs> yeah, which is really, really. You, you, but but in all seriousness, she she knew what was going on because I said I, I have a feeling things are going. Anyway, we we had to essentially what we did. We had to push uh, three of the tenants back to later in the day, and unfortunately pushed two of the tenants back to the following week. Now, this is in all seriousness. This is this is the worst part and where I probably get a little bit more serious and I'm I'm not as happy with what we've done because I knew that people had to move in on that day. They're ready to move in. They've got stuff to move in and they're ready to go. And But it got to a stage where I said, we can't move them in. If if we're not ready and the rooms aren't ready, with the letting agent, we just agreed that it's, it's an absolute crap show. I obviously want to use a different word, but it's an absolute crap show of a situation but we're going to have to do that. And and it's not ideal. And and quite rightly, the agent was really, really angry about it. And I, and I, and I got it. But I just said, let, let's look across the portfolio. I should have a couple of rooms. If you haven't, let's do it. There, we can do things to mitigate this or to help out. Let's, let, let's do a couple of things. But it's like the worst situation ever. And I can tell you now, I never want to be in that situation again. Never. And I'll, and I'll say that because if, if the letting agent is listening, please know that I will, I will be going out of my way to ensure that this never happens again. Because it's the worst situation to say to someone, yeah, I know you're supposed to move in today. You might have some cases of stuff to move in, but this isn't happening right now. Uh, the only thing I can say to you is, it's a brand new house. We've just, oh, we did the carpeting. So the carpeting went out that, that week as well. So we put a new carpet in. I actually forgot to mention that. That that bit went okay. We got the carpet in, although one of the rooms didn't, but that's that was kind of okay. Uh, so so we had all of that going on. So managing carpet fitters, cleaners, window cleaners, builders, painters, decorators, utility providers, furniture delivery people, furniture assembly people, and realize that trying to do that in actually we were actually trying to do that in four days is bonkers and i would just say to anyone listening or watching don't don't do it you know don't don't do that because you might think it's feasible and and again i'll just reiterate i've got the relationship so i i know most of these people personally so i can talk to them face to face they know me i know them i've been doing this stuff in this area for several years and you think that helps, but it doesn't mean that things aren't going to go wrong because it's not on each of them. It's the it's the combination of all of those events happening at exactly the right time so that the next person could do what they needed to do. Yeah. And, and ultimately, it doesn't mean they've got any more hours in their day. Exactly. If they're, if they're already fully booked somewhere else or in hospital or whatever the other reason might be that if they're, if they're physically not, not available, they're physically not available. 
and and yeah it's it's, it's crikey i mean there's that, a lot to fit in and a lot to schedule and a lot to to get lined up so what did your your would-be tenants end up doing did did they take temporary rooms elsewhere from you were any of them able to stay where they were currently or how did that actually work out from their point of view eventually we were able to get i think three of them in late afternoon which was again and, and to be really clear that it, it wasn't good enough it was far from ideal and I, and I just want to say that publicly because i'm not happy about that it's not a, a short anecdote which i'm proud of but we managed to get three of them in so we only had to find two of them accommodation and actually the letting agent did because they had a couple of nice places that were available at the time, little studios. So it wasn't a hardship necessarily, but obviously not what the tenants wanted to do at all. They didn't want to have to go to a place, but they were found nice accommodations. And I, and I suppose in advance of this conversation, you know, just reflecting on what I personally could and should have done differently was, first of all, just create a plan of sorts for this i suppose you know if, if we think about you know what we talked about last week in terms of becoming a property investor or a business owner as opposed to just a landlord of a property if as a business owner uh, and someone that is in business we need to plan these things if we don't plan them they're not going to happen whereas you know for me it was very much back of fag packet right i know i've got the carpet fitters going on on the tuesday we've got this but had i actually just sat down and put it into yeah, even the, the most simplest of spreadsheets and just said, right, we're doing this on day X. It's going to take half a day. OK, so actually we've lost that day. Don't try and put the painters and decorators in on the same day as the carpet fitters, because that's that doesn't seem right, because if something goes wrong, what do the carpet fitters do? So if I'd have planned this out, I probably would have just planned a little bit. What well, I would have planned a lot more time even doubled the time and just said, actually, rather than putting the tenants in on the 1st of September or whatever the date was, we'll put them in the following week. Okay, I'm going to have to bite the bullet on uh, the revenue for that week. But what that does mean is I don't have to pee anybody off. And we've actually got the contingency that we need for those things to go wrong. And actually, let's prep for September the 1st. So, okay, Wi-Fi should be live utility should be live all of that should be live and then we get to check all that out on the on the first day and then whatever's wrong any snagging that needs to be done when we find out that none of the wardrobes have been built that we can actually get people in to rectify it and rather than saying you have to come and rectify that right now which to be fair is what they did but given a work work environment because well, these mistakes will happen and they're just mistakes no one did no one did anything badly on this intentionally i'm I'm confident of that, but actually, when those mistakes do happen, because I made I made the biggest one of all. It was my, actually my I I take full responsibility that we actually have the time to rectify those things, so that on September the eighth, letting agent tenants can all walk up to the door, not see egg yolk on the front of the house, and actually they've got a much more pleasant experience than actually now been delayed half a day at at, at best or come back in three days at worst, which then leaves a little bit of a bad feeling for, for, for them mostly, but also for us about how we've, how we've entered this. But the, the little addendum is that I did drive down to uh, Plymouth the following week to give everyone donuts. Now, I don't know if that makes up for all of the, <laughs> the hardships that everyone had to go through to make this happen, but I just felt it put a little nice spin on what wasn't a particularly nice situation.
Yeah, I, I think I think donuts were, were, I'm sure, very well appreciated. But uh, yes, I, I suspect uh, as you were, some people were probably a little traumatized, <laughs> regardless of the donuts. Um, I have one one little thread that I'd just like to to tidy up. So you've got. Uh, carpet people and painters that largely went to plan. You've got waste removal and cleaners that didn't quite go according to plan. You've got furniture delivery and assembly, which went quite badly not to plan. And then, of course, you've got utilities in the sense of broadband provision, internet connection for people. And you said that that wasn't there on, I think, the day before moving in. And while these other people, these other suppliers, they're, they're smaller suppliers, you can talk to the owner of the business and things, and you have a bit of a relationship there. But broadband providers, you're not going to get that, I don't think. So what happened there? So we found a company. So essentially, the end provider is Virgin. But I deal with a third party company that themselves deal with an intermediary. So someone in between Virgin and uh, and the company I deal with. May I just say, this sounds like a really simple, clear arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> Usually it is for me. But they could find another company that rather than waiting two weeks could get a router there in 48 hours. And although the service wouldn't have been set up, they could basically patch in through the router to get a a free service of sorts but not not like a 100 megabit service it would just be a real you know like the free bt that you can get outside sometimes so you know it's it's probably not as you're probably better off using mobile i'd imagine and to be fair that's probably what the tenants did because it's more around watching tv and and using your laptop or whatever so um yeah good thread good thread to follow up on and um yeah i'm glad to have closed that one out but essentially but- is the is the full broadband now in? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. So you have a house full of happy tenants? So far so good. So yeah, we filled the house, it's now fully occupied. I haven't heard anything since. So you know, that's done. And and yeah, overall, you know, we have to look at it in the round that despite all those mistakes, we still took on a property from August the 17th and it's been full from the first week of September. So all in all, and it was in a real two and eight, this property in terms of needing sorting. And, you know, we've just heard about what what didn't go right, but still basically within three weeks, it was a nice property with all new furniture, with all new carpets, all redecorated. So we focused on the negative today, but it's a nice property. And therefore is now income generating and covering the cost of itself over time. Yeah. And while we have talked about and joked about the the stresses and the strains involved in this, that is an incredible turnaround. And you have improved a property significantly and you've got new tenants in there who who are happy with their their nice, newly decorated and newly prepared living arrangements. So I, I think that's a a good accomplishment and a good result in in the end and and you're still almost smiling (laughs) a lot of psychotherapy a lot of psychotherapy (laughs) 
So if you want to help Stuart with that or suggest any any other very tight deadline projects that you might want to be involved in, you can reach us on show at thebusinessofproperty.com. Other than that, we will talk to you again next week. Bye.